You are listening to Power Talk with Dr. Norman Thomas, sponsored by New Life Church International, a church for all nations. Study is called Submit and, Res- and Resist. Submit and Resist. Now, this is an action on your part that you need to take in order to protect your peace. You submit and resist. Now, that comes from the book of James, chapter 4 and verse 7. It says here, Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Now, we have to assume some things here if we're going to tie this scripture to that instruction for your life in terms of protecting your peace, submit and resist. We have to assume that anything opposite of peace, which we're going to talk about oppositional forces, anything opposite of peace uh, comes from the devil, comes from the enemy. It does not come from God. God is a God of peace. God is not the author of confusion, the Bible says. God is the God of peace. And so one way you can mark in your life that God is speaking to you is when you experience a settling, a peace in your life concerning a particular direction or another. So here you see very simple instruction, submit and resist. Now we're going to talk about what it means to submit and what it means to resist. You submit to God, you resist the devil. You submit to God, you resist the devil. Okay, so I have an opening paragraph. It says, the peace that God provides is one of the most precious spiritual assets that you can attain in your life. One of the most precious spiritual assets that you can attain in your life. There are practical things that you can do to protect your peace within you once you acquire it. So acquiring this peace is important. And the way you acquire this peace is through your surrender to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. By by virtue of that act, you are surrendering to God himself. And so once you experience his peace, you will be highly motivated to do everything in your power to protect it. And I know that's true. I'm just telling you from my own personal experience, once I got a hold of the peace of God, I was not about to let anything rob me of that peace. So how do we do this? How do we submit? First of all, we embrace the peace. Now, when I say embrace the peace, I'm talking believe the peace, allow the peace to process in your spirit as a truth. Don't debate with it. Don't argue with it in your mind. Uh, This peace that I'm talking to you about is too high for your natural mind, so your logic can't handle it. Uh, Your intellect cannot uh, regulate it. It is the peace of God. It is not the peace of man. It is the peace of God. Now, Jesus spoke to this over in John chapter 14. In St. John chapter 14 and verse 27, here's what Jesus says. Peace I leave with you. Now, this is when he was getting ready to go to the Father. He was talking to his disciples and thus to us today. And he was letting them know that he's getting ready to go home, getting ready to go to his Father. But he's letting them know that he's leaving his peace with them. And he says, it's my peace 
that I give to you. Not as the world gives peace, not, not a peace, not a world version of peace. He says, but it's my peace I give to you. So then don't let your hearts be troubled and don't let it be afraid. Now he was talking to them specifically about his departure because they were, they were rather upset about the fact that he was getting ready to go. But he's speaking to us today. Do not let your heart be troubled and do not be afraid. Don't let anxiety come in. Don't let unrest come in. And don't let fear come in to your life. And you have the right to operate fearlessly because God has given you his peace. Isn't that wonderful? That is one of the greatest assets that we have in our lives is as access to the peace of God. So the peace of God is received supernaturally because it is a supernatural force that is accessed through Jesus Christ and it transcends your natural understanding. So yeah, you know, your mind will have a tendency to debate with you and to argue with you about this peace, uh, the assurity of it, the constancy of it, the longevity of it. But I'm just telling you, once you acquire the peace of God, you have it for life if you protect it. The second thing I want to say to you is submit to the peace of God. The scripture I want to relate to you is Philippians 4, 7. The peace of God, which passes understanding, will keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. This is the result of submitting to the peace of God. Your heart and your mind will be kept through Jesus Christ. This peace, which again surpasses your logic, will keep your heart and your mind. He's dealing with the soulish part of you. He's dealing with the psychological part of you, the mental part of you, the emotional part of you. He's saying, I got you. If you will allow my peace to overwhelm you, if you will rest in my peace, I've got you covered. You will not have to worry because my peace will keep your heart and my peace will keep your mind. <clears throat> this is one of the things that people fear the most is their heart being broken, you know, or their mind being harassed by some outside force that's causing disturbance in their life. Uh, even to some degree, some degree disturbance in your sleep. Some people just are having problems with sleep. Now, listen, I want to speak to you tonight, right now, and I declare over your life that your sleepless nights are over. If you were simply just by faith, that's it. Just by faith, receive the peace of God. How do you do that? You just say it. Father, I receive your peace right now in Jesus' name. You will resume your rest at night. Now, I can tell you some things I did practically to help and to assist with that. I turned my faith on by doing what I just showed you to do. By saying, Father, I receive your peace within me right now in the name of Jesus. That's called turning on your faith. You're becoming more peace conscious than you are worry conscious about whatever it is that you're concerned about. But then God showed me, how about turning on just a little worship music if it's sleep that you're dealing with just through the night 
just low enough for you to go to sleep to and uh, not wake you up necessarily. And just let, so every time you come out of that sleep, you grab hold, your mind grabs hold to that worship music. For some, it's a continuous flow of teaching of the word through the night. And if they wake up out of their sleep, that word catches their mind and catches their heart and it brings them back to a calm. I'm telling you, that worked for me. It worked for me so much so that I don't, I don't have to do that today. But sometimes I still go to sleep with a word on or with worship on or something that just really just allows my mind to rest. Not so much now today because I'm stressed or I'm filled with anxiety, but my mind is just going so fast and just thinking about so many different things that sometimes I have to calm myself down to just get some rest. And so that's just practical steps that you can take to help bring calm and peace to your mind. But the most important one is, an, is, is, is a declaration of faith over your life, over your mind, and over your heart. I have the peace of God. You're taking ownership of peace and you are, dis, you are, you are discharging whatever ownership of stress, fear, and anxiety you had. You see, today, you have people taking ownership of stress and anxiety. They don't take ownership of peace to take ownership of stress. They say, my stress. They say, my anxiety. It's not yours. It belongs to the devil. You need to give it back to him. You need to take the peace of God. That's what belongs to you. So submit to the peace of God. Submitting to the peace of God through Jesus Christ happens by faith. And I just demonstrated that for you. When you do, it will keep your heart and mind. And when your mind is kept by God, guess what? It brings rest and it brings ease. You know, frequently throughout the day, Dr. Debbie and I have learned to just say certain things to ourselves and to one another. We, we, we call each other healthy, wealthy, and wise. Just all through the day, every day, we declare the peace of God. I have this thing that I call EFG, easy, fun, and good. My life is easy, it's fun, and it's good. I decree that over my life because what am I doing by doing that? It doesn't mean that I'm ever going to face a problem. It doesn't mean that I'm, I'm not ever going to have to deal with an obstacle or some sort of issue in life. But when that issue comes and when that problem comes, I'm well equipped to deal with it and to handle it from the perspective of God's peace and not from the perspective of worry and anxiety. I have the peace of God. My life is easy, fun, and good. All of that's in the Bible, you see. So I'm not just saying something just to hype myself up. I'm speaking word. I'm speaking the seed of God's word right back into my life on a regular and a continuous basis. And if you'll just subscribe to the same thing, it will work for you just like it works for me. Finally, tonight, let's look at this whole idea of resistance, this whole idea of resistance. What we said in the beginning is that if we're going to protect the peace that God has given to us, what we must do is submit to that peace, but then we must also resist. The Bible says in James 4 and 7, what we're resisting is the devil, to resist the devil. Now, to resist the devil doesn't mean get tangled in a fight with him. 
because the Bible also says that he has already been defeated, that Jesus has done that on your behalf. So you're not fighting the devil, you're simply resisting him. And to resist him means to stand your ground. It simply means to stand. It means to be fortified in the strength of God by the word of God in you, in your heart and in your mouth, and to not retreat, to not back up, to not back off of ground you've already taken. As a matter of fact, you stand and then you advance to take even more ground and more territory away from the enemy. If the enemy has demonstrated uh, the facilitation of fear in your life and you have fallen to that fear in some area of your life, uh, the Bible says resist the devil. In other words, practice not being afraid in that particular case. Practice not being afraid. Put that faith to the test and walk in that arena, walk in that space where the devil has ushered fear in your life and decide, I am going to resist the devil. You're not doing it in your own strength. You're doing it in the strength of God and you're doing it by the word of God in your heart and coming out of your mouth. That's where the power is. So the scripture I have for that one is Philippians 4, 6, just one above the other one. And it says, do not fret. Do not have any anxiety about anything, but in every circumstance and in everything, by prayer and petition, it says, by definite request with thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God and uh, continue to make your wants known to God. Let me read it again. Do not fret, do not have any anxiety about anything, but in every circumstance and in everything with prayer, with thanksgiving, make your wants known to God. For more inspiration, visit our YouTube channel at Dr. Norman Thomas.